How's it going guys? My name is Shannon Naidu and welcome to the first episode of Dream Chasing 101 podcast and today we have a very special guest. Um, why don't you introduce yourself Craig? My name is Craig. I uh, play for a band called Desmond the Tutus uh, and I also have my own thing going called Yo Grapes. Basically I'm a musician and that's about, that's about it. I'm just a musician. <laughs> And, and funny enough, the way we met, um, we, I was actually at Kilani Country Club and yeah, we were doing some work there and I managed to join Craig for nine holes and when I, when I met him, he looked sort of familiar but he didn't introduce himself as a musician or the, the drummer from Desmond and the Tutu so I was kind of trying to figure out where do I know him from and yeah, it was kind of refreshing for someone not to introduce themselves by what they do and it was kind of humbling in a sense um and then i kind of felt stupid after i found out where he's from so, <laughs> so yeah uh, the golf course um made a lot of connections on the golf course and maybe just have you met anyone interesting uh besides myself <laughs> uh yeah just talk about connections on the golf course i mean the golf course yeah for me like golf is definitely just a way to hang out with with just like random people and uh, actually a lot of musicians play golf you know so sometimes I would be um, playing like an early morning 18 and I'd bump into like other musicians that we've played shows with uh, on the golf course I'm like it's always a vibe of like no ways you play golf too they're like yeah I definitely play golf I'm a musician I've got time during the week so yeah I play golf so um, yeah just like a bunch of like uh, musicians that I've bumped into like over over the years, you know. Um, but uh, yeah. And obviously, um, the way you approach golf, it's very interesting because I find it like it's kind of like life. You have certain situations. It's it's also quite a stupid sport as well, in a sense, because you frustrate yourself for five hours. Um, maybe talk what what. What do you think from playing golf? How does how has that helped you in life? In a sense, like, has there been any benefits? I'm a golfer, so I'm trying to figure yeah. out if you find any benefits from it. Yeah, definitely. I think um, it is. It just brings you down to earth, you know. So I think it's very much like you can get really frustrated with yeah. something, and then like at the end, like you'll have a moment during the round where you're just like, I hate this. I never want to do this again. I want to like throw these clubs in a lake and I just never want to see golf clubs or a golf course ever again and then like as soon as you finish the round you're basically like I can't wait to play golf again yeah, yeah it's like something you can't really master you can get really yeah. good at like playing a guitar and really good at playing drums but golf there's so many variables you can't really get that yeah. there's always something that's going to throw you into the wind literally yeah. um, but yeah, you know I that's, think it, it just helps also just to not take yourself too seriously like that's definitely a good lesson to learn from golf you know just to go like you know just go out there try your best and like it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah we're not, we're not getting yeah. paid for it so. yeah okay cool and then maybe just give us your background i mean take us through the journey of obviously your brothers with you and desmond in the tutus um how has that developed? Where did you guys start? What was the, the, the founding steps of Desmond and the Tutors and your career in music? Yeah, so um, I probably started playing music when I was 
maybe about 14 or 15. Um, I had a friend who played uh, played drums uh, at a church and he came to me one day and he was like, hey man, I really want to start playing the electric guitar. But he's like, but now who's going to play the drums? So I was like, dude, teach me how to play the drums, then I can play the drums and you can play the electric guitar. So he was like, okay, cool. He taught me like basic groove, you know, basic drum groove, whatever. I practiced that for a bunch and then like we were just kind of uh, him, myself, his name is Doug, myself and my brother Shane, we would just get together, this was when I was a teenager, so we would just get together and play like covers of music that we were listening to at the moment. And my brother just used to like sing and then he used to take a harmonica and I play a harmonica. Um, and uh, yeah, from there we just started like playing more and more and more, we, we each got like a little bit better as time went on at our instruments and eventually we were like I think we should start writing our own song and yeah we started writing our own music and um, yeah basically and that's Desmond the Tudus came about you know by the end of 2000 and yeah this must have been about 2006 we started writing music and um, yeah and that became my Desmond the Tutus we started like we had no idea what we were doing. We were kind of like, okay, cool. Let's just try and get a gig. <laughs> yeah. Cause now let's we, actually try and get paid. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's try and get a gig and like play to people. And see if people actually like us. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the... So we had no idea sort of what we were doing. We were like, we were really just winging it from the start, you know. So we'd like email a bunch of venues. I think the first gig uh, we we're going to get was at a place called The Blues Room in Santon. I don't know. It's not okay, open yeah. anymore. But, um, yeah, we were like, oh, how can we play a show? And the, the owner was like, okay, well, you have to pay us and then you can come play. And we had no idea what we were doing. So we were like, hey, if this is how it works, then I guess that's what we've got to do. And then, like, a few, like, days later, my brother was like, I'm sure this is not how gigs work. I don't, I don't think you have to pay the venue to play. And then he just, like phone the guy was like oh we really want to play but i don't think like we want to pay for this and the guy was like oh, okay well then just come play like the open mic night or whatever and then, yeah like from there we played a lot of like really crappy shows and just shows to nobody for a while uh yeah and then after a while you know we just kept doing it and eventually kind of caught on yeah and um and now we've basically like spent half our lives doing it, you know. So the first year we were we were making music as Desmond the Two Dudes. I was in matric at the time, and yeah. And so we were like all very young and just doing this weird thing with our lives. And uh, I would like play shows on school nights because those were the only shows we could get. And uh, go to school the next day really tired after getting like three hours sleep and my parents would be like what time did you get home last night I'd be like we got home about like midnight yeah. meanwhile we got home at like two or three you know <laughs> so yeah there was a lot of uh, it was a lot of like weird weird like shows it was that a, we had yeah, to yeah. Play in the beginning like the journey of transitioning from not knowing what you were doing to actually then finding your guys' feet and then developing that. Yeah, exactly. So it is a, it is a big like, 
learning experience, you know, I'd go to shows and I'd realize, man, there are so many guys here that are like technically way better than any of yeah. us are, right? But in music, it's quite a weird thing that like, you can be really technically good, but you know, there's the, the creativity aspect is the main aspect. Yes. If you can't make something, create something unique and something interesting that's like, uh, that's like sonically interesting and it's like unique to people then you just kind of blend in you can you could be the best you become one in the of world. one of the many yeah you could be the best in the world and just you're you know someone who like can hardly play an instrument it's just got a knack for creating something unique yeah be way more like successful in the sort of music industry so that was quite an interesting thing to learn you know uh, was just kind of like don't worry too much about it. you got to be good at your instrument but don't worry too much about yeah, it. yeah it's like it's kind of like most things you, you don't want to get too technical with it yeah because then you kind of lose the the art in yeah. it and I, and I think society now we've kind of transitioned away from um, basically the norm it, we're always trying to find something different and be viral and yeah I think that's kind of where we are at the moment. I don't know what your thoughts on viral content and and in that aspect in the musician world. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think people are trying to like find that one thing that pops and yeah. makes their career, you know? And uh, I don't know, it kind of just feels like it should be the sum of all your efforts, kind of. Building you, know, you taking you to the top. Yeah. So, but it, I think it's different for everyone. Everyone's sort of, everyone's journey is different completely different you know so yeah we've definitely gone the path of like been in it for years yeah, and years yeah. and years and like like the, the, the bigger picture slowly. seeing the bigger picture yeah. but taking small steps and not kind of trying to skip ahead and maybe slip because that's kind of what happens sometimes is yeah. guys want to grow too quick the patience isn't there exactly. and I think that's kind of what you guys are you guys are that typical example of from the ground, like from school, um, yeah. paying for a gig, yeah. and then kind of finding or your feet. Almost. <laughs> almost, yeah. No, okay, cool. Yes. And then, what's your what's your inspiration behind your grapes? I mean, it's quite a quite a nice name. I know you you said someone in high school used to give you that name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, I read that in an article. Okay, I did, cool. I did my, yeah. my, my homework. Oh, good, nice, um, dude. <laughs> Just what's your what's your inspiration behind obviously going solo? What's yeah. the motivation behind that? So I started making like um, music on my own because I think it was must have been about three years after we started the tutus. I was I like had like an ankle operation. I was out for like three months. And I was so bored. I'd finished uh, all the seasons of The Sopranos, and I was like, okay, well. I guess I could try to be productive and I had uh, I had Fruity Loops and um, I had like one microphone and I had Fruity Loops and I was like well let me just try and like before then I was kind of just a drummer you know I just like yeah. played drums mainly um, and I was like let me just try and make music and uh, it was really fun that's basically the motivation was just like I started doing this I was like make something that kind of doesn't kind of live in the Desmond yeah. world but like it's still really cool to me and it's really fun to do you know so um, yeah that's I basically started because uh, I broke to, my ankle yeah, yeah. <laughs> and obviously it was a way for you to express your creative 
yeah. you know, outside of that 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 brand that's already been built. Yeah. I yeah, mean, that sort of Desmond the Tutus is kind of like had it's we had our genre going, you mm. know, at the time. That's that uh um, yeah, it was very unique. Yeah, so I you know, thought maybe doing something a little bit more like on the pop side or on yeah. the electro side or whatever. So yeah. Just just for fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then what would you say what when you were in school, because obviously music wasn't or with most things, you know, that's not your only thoughts. What were your other possible career um, journeys or, mm. or routes you would have you could have taken? I was like a very confused kid, right? So I was like, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think I probably like would have would have gone into something like uh, accounting, like legit. I probably would have. Like I'm very much like. I'm creative in a musical sense, but I would have probably never gone gone into like advertising yeah. or, or I was never really that way, you know, um, I was always more like on the, so I would have been like an accountant or like in finance or something like that. So my life would have been extremely different. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like two different yeah. contrasts. But okay. yeah, like I think, I don't know, I think you just kind of fall into things by chance, you know, you kind of like take a couple steps and before you know it like you yeah. are just now I'm like a musician and this is what I do you know so yeah life's just super weird like that so it's difficult to it's difficult to say actually what I would have what I would have ended up doing but yeah that's my guess you know or a golfer in, in a perfect Jeez, world like I would have yeah I suck at golf though so I would not I wouldn't be a golfer and uh, what's your thoughts on music in South Africa? Where are we in terms of you as an artist? What does it feel like the, the country is doing for you? Do you think, what are we lacking? What's not working at the moment? Because I'm not, in all honesty, local music doesn't really reach my ears for reasons of uh, the genre I listen to. I listen to a lot of kind of hip hop and okay, rap yes, and, yeah. and that kind of takes me away from your type of genre, which I normally sure. hear and, ex- and are exposed to on radio platforms, yeah. um, because that's where it lives, because it's it's upbeat, it's lively, and obviously the audience needs that on their way to you know their job, which is yeah. normally not the most pleasant yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, I, I find myself not really exposed to that. What, what do you think the reason is, um, besides my genre not being that, uh, what do you think South African music is? we're not doing right or haven't reached that like USA kind of platform yeah I think like there's a lot of there's a lot of things like venues here open and close at like quite a rapid rate you know like a lot of venues they just have a very limited lifespan yeah Um, so in that way like the one problem with with music here uh, for venues especially is that like they can't really charge enough for shows like you'll go to like a club show or something in like anywhere in Europe and you'll pay like 500 rand to get in. You know, it's just kind of normal. But like here it's like, geez, you, you really can't charge like more than like 150 yeah. rand, you know. So that's like becomes really tough because then the whole like overall event turnover is really like limited. And that just, 
Yeah, it's only a few yeah. days a week that you can do events on. And if you're limited with like 100 to 150 and ticket sales, you're really limiting like your month's turnover, you know? So it's like, that's something like, yeah, that's really, really tough. And like, same as like, the bar prices can't be high. No, 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 for sure. Everything just adds up and then yeah. you lose the audience and you kind of lose why you're actually there. You could still yeah. be there, just that you're not gonna have anyone yes. that you're really performing to. Yeah, yeah. So that that's something like we like. I think the venues struggle with, um, but something that we do right, I think, is like big events. You know, we have a lot of like collaborate. You know, c- kind of a collaborative event. Yeah, like a lot of promoters aren't scared to put on like massive outdoor events with like thousands of people, and you know. Yeah, and I think that's kind of where. If anything, where we get introduced to local artists, um, I think South Africa is quite a well-built country in terms of festivals, and yeah. I think we support that really well. And I think that's kind of where a lot of people get introduced, and you kind of say, "Oh, this person, Google, Instagram, whatnot." Um, so yeah, we do that, that very that's, well. That's yeah. our strong point. Yeah, because I mean, even when the international, I mean, those kind of things sell out in, yeah. in minutes. Yeah, so we got like a lot of really good promoters here and that's really good for the industry because you need promoters putting on like big shows with like great production to keep it going and like, yeah, just in terms of like South African audiences, South African audience is also very loyal, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of good things in the, in the music scene here, but yeah, obviously some challenges, but yeah, definitely like the loyalty of like South African fans and stuff is huge. You know, yeah, once like you get them, yeah, they'll, they they'll follow the like your whole career. Yeah, type thing. yeah, and they'll bring their kids to yeah. your shows when like, they get older. <laughs> this is the the artist I was listening to when I was fourteen. Mm. <laughs> okay, no, cool. That yeah, I think in general, I think we always find ourselves because we're so. West, westernizing our culture and we exposed to that side so much mm. it, it usually you know um, exposes our kind of the fact that we one step behind most maybe two steps behind some of the times and I think that also puts us at a, a position where we question what we do a lot yeah um, but I think we I just feel like we don't really show off our talent as much in terms of um doing it for nothing so without you guys having to do promotions and the, those kind of things I know there was the, the, the whole movement of 90% local music on 5FM and that didn't really go down too well but I think that idea was correct it was just executed in the wrong way I think yeah. the, the ratio was a bit extreme because we're so yeah. used to hearing the voices of Americans and, and UK pop stars and whatnot. but I think that we, we, we have a platform that our South African radio stations, music um, channels on DSTV kind of need to start doing it in, in the right way and doing it with purpose. And I think then maybe we'll see a bit of growth and a lot of guys going overseas. Because I think that's the ultimate goal because in, if, if you want the, the fame and the fortune kind of thing, I think that's the way to go. But it's just that we don't have that, there's no platform for our artists to kind of jump off from it's like only a few people that can do that yeah but in terms of if if there's a kid at home right now and he's a drummer or if he's playing an instrument what advice do you give to that kid 
because it's kind of tough if you're a singer you can kind of go on your own but if you a pure instrumentalist or you play an instrument that's that's your thing what what's the what kind of steps do you go through what, what would you say yeah I think I would say like find a bunch of like like-minded people if, if your goal is to everyone like musicians have different goals so yes. if your goal is to be like a session musician then just like get really good and then like put yourself out there and like you know hopefully people recognize that yeah. then you'll just play on records and session for shows and stuff like that but I think for me the the, the greatest thing um, in like my sort of musical journey has been like creating my own stuff you know so yeah just find a bunch of people like like-minded people that want to make this similar type of music that you want to make and just write a lot of songs write and keep the good ones then do a lot of shows like play anywhere you know what I mean like don't yeah like what's, no your, what's your thoughts on the the, the play for exposure <laughs> what, what's your because there's, there's been a lot of um, attention put onto that exposure part because I think obviously in South Africa the creative our creative fields are underpaid undervalued so you've kind of forced in a sense so what's your thoughts on playing for free for the exposure yeah I think um, I think I think I probably played for his exposure for like f- four years, you know. So do it, like you gotta do it. It's not really. It's not really a question. It's kind of yeah. Like, I think part of the journey. Absolutely, I think it's like, I think if you start a band and like within like a week you're going like, well, no, so I'm gonna turn this down because you know I think you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. So yeah. I really think like. Yeah, I got no real issue with play for exposure, but I think there is a line. Yeah, you don't you don't want to be kind of taken advantage yeah, of. Yeah, there's definitely a line where like promoters are like pushing their luck, and then yeah, I mean you just got to feel that out for yourself. But yeah, take the exposure gigs, take the shows that like might end up being bad. You know, like just do every, just do a whole bunch of stuff. Like just write a lot of music, play a lot of shows, and and like keep doing it. Yeah, you know. And what's your thoughts on basically using YouTube or uh, Facebook and those kind of platforms? Are there ways to monetize those platforms as a musician? Do you think it's it's a bit hard in South Africa, but do you think um, that's a possible outlet for people to use to then kind of gain some yeah. sort of income pursuing music? Yeah, totally. I think all those things like streaming streaming income and YouTube income like kind of only kicks in when you've got like quite a big listenership. Following, yeah. You know? So, but to build to build your following using those tools, absolutely, you know, like the, you just got to do it. You got to do everything. Yeah. You know, you kind of the old school vibe of like getting signed by a record label and them doing all the stuff. It's out the window. It doesn't really, you know, it still happens. But even majors, like you still have to do a lot of the stuff yourself, you know, because the streaming income and all that sort of thing only kicks in like once you're famous. Yeah, yeah you know? basically once you've already gotten quite yeah. a big following. Yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, I think it's, very helpful to use those things in like clever ways um try and get people to to like watch your stuff yeah but uh yeah my advice is just do everything like just try everything like put yourself out there and but my 
I'd say the most important advice is probably write good music and like yeah. make the it craft. interesting. The craft and, needs yeah. to be pure and yeah. for the right with the right intent, not for the sake of doing it for money. It's yeah. you, you have to love what you do in order to get where you are. For sure. Also, you, you'll fall through the cracks. Yeah. Um, but I want you to talk about one little video. I know you when you filmed that music video on the tennis courts. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the what is the the inspiration and the thought behind that? Because that's, I mean, I don't know how many yeah. people have filmed the music video on a tennis court. Yeah, so that was just something myself and my friend Matthew wanted to just do because um, we like live really close together. We hang out like all the time, so we kind of try and do like cool musical projects together from time to time. And yeah, we were like, let's just do a one minute video where we like play a whole bunch of instruments on a tennis court, set up a bunch of like GoPros and stuff around us and um, just do just do that, you know. So it took us a couple hours and we got like really hectically sunburned while doing it. <laughs> but uh, it was fun. It was just like a cool thing to do, you know. And I think... Uh, when you put stuff like that out there, like people who follow your music and stuff, they really like to see like a different side. Yeah, and, it's not and as produced yeah. and as serious. It's kind of more like your your thoughts yeah. basically put out into a video. And instead of like a director and someone telling you how to work and move and where and what, that kind of yeah. thing, it's more kind of raw. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, so it was just like, a fun thing to do you know just really just like we don't really think about it too much just kind of do it put it out there you know we put like so much stuff out there that's really like if something doesn't take it's like well whatever, well, whatever yeah, yeah. That, like you just, your aim wasn't to go and get a million views yeah your, your point was to get the the content out there and let yeah. people enjoy whatever if they enjoy it they enjoy it if 200 people are watching it at least 200 people will yeah. will enjoy it exactly. and find it funny or because your videos are quite i mean even your personal your 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 yo grapes videos on youtube are quite different in a sense it's not produced at that level where there's a 50 cameraman and someone you know doing audio it's kind of just raw thoughts yeah. put out into a video and why do you choose that over something that's more scripted? I think it's like comes comes across in like the personality of the band or that's personality of the act. Like yeah, I mean if we do stuff that's like really seriously scripted and it's like just sometimes we've done stuff like that, it just doesn't feel doesn't like, feel like you. Yeah, exactly. So we gotta kinda stay true to like your brand personality and stuff like that, you know. So um yeah, it's but yeah, like just doing fun stuff and like uh, just like winging it is really yeah. what's uh, what's cool about stuff like that. Yeah, and um, with with Desmond and the Tutus, do you guys have anything coming up? Um, yeah, we've been we've been recording a new album. Okay. So we are. Very, we're very close to finishing it. It's, been, it's taken us a while. I was about to ask, how long has it been in the works? Jeez. We've been working on this album since probably um, end of 2017. 
yeah. <laughs> but that just shows you the, the kind of work that goes into putting out quality yeah. over for the sake of just releasing an album. Um, exactly. Yeah, we don't want to just have like an album a year that's just kind of throwaway. Yeah. You know, we we like working quite hard to make sure that there's no filler on an album or that's it's all stuff we like proud of and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, it's been a while. But uh, we'll probably release that very early next year. Uh, probably finish it this year and release it like end of Jan, Feb next year. And um, yeah, aside from that, we're doing like a bunch of tours in December. We'll be like basically every year. We kind of just do the country basically, yeah. like tour like all around the place. And um, yeah, that's basically us for the rest of the year. You know, just touring all over the place and. Uh, finishing an album hopefully and your grapes anything yeah so I'm also basically I've finished an album my I finished an album for your grapes okay. also probably release it like mid-jan yeah so I'll release a single end of next month end of November and then the album will come out in January so yeah a bunch of new stuff like getting released yeah. over the next months which is cool because I like doing that getting like seeing if people like it <laughs> if they don't well that's all right but um yeah that's basically that's basically what i got going on and any golf trips anywhere you're gonna Jeez. play um probably play glenn dower sometime this week hopefully probably uh but yeah trips i don't have any golf trips maybe when we go on tour i can play like yeah in Nisner or something in, like that sneak in a little all depends on like the, the space you know yeah if i could squeeze in some golf clubs in the van or something like that then then we're good then we can do a do a quick round after i mean before a sound check or something yeah. like that you know yeah you priorities priorities yeah so the second drop can wait yeah <laughs> and lastly on the topic of golf number one golf course you've ever played put you on the spot my favorite yeah. golf course i've ever played is probably highland gate okay yeah understandable just, yeah the views are crazy the views were cool it's just like a weekend we played highland gate it was just like the whole experience was just really great yeah, yeah. that's uh yeah it's just really pretty yeah. um but yeah thanks for coming through um yeah. thank you I'll definitely have you on my YouTube series in the near future. Just need awesome. to organize that. Um, but yeah, thanks for coming through. I appreciate the, the 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 guide of being a musician. I think it's normally kind of overlooked and assumptions are put on the, the lifestyle that you guys live that it's kind of easy. You just go in your studio and write a couple little verses and you slap it on a some software on your laptop and it works out but it's it's kind of more than that the fact that you've been working on this album for almost two years just shows it's not as easy as people think yeah <laughs> but thanks thanks for coming on i appreciate yeah your thanks time. for having me man yeah and then um yeah thanks guys for tuning in and uh catch you at the next one